the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I belong with the misfits. Man, I'm on. This is Dr. Bill, your radio MD. How's everybody this morning? I'm good, Doc. <laughs> good, Ken. And, and everybody out in radio land, everybody's saying, okay, we're happy. I hope. I think so. I haven't heard any complaints. Nobody, yeah, well, that's the nice thing about radio. <laughs> Without a live audience, you don't know. By the way, I've had a few of, of uh, my patients ask if we could do a live show at the station sometime. I don't know if that's feasible or not. That is absolutely feasible. We ought to get that together, and uh, we could have an audience in. And before a live audience, Dr. Bill. <laughs> we could probably fit two or three people in here. Yeah. we. Well, you know that big room that... Uh, 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 what's his name was using for a while to do his show from uh which which um I'm not sure what you're talking about there doc oh i'll think of it in a minute we'll get back to that okay anyway we can uh, plan that on, uh, for coming yeah let's, let's plan that so you heard about uh you know this kid that this two-year-old uh Taylor mosley and his mother pasha jeffrey yes mm-hmm. they were killed uh, by the uh, 21 year old father boyfriend did you hear they found the, the boy in the mouth of an alligator at Lake Majori? Yeah, that's kind of kind of weird, but very sad at the same time, yeah. I mean, you know, you take the kid and you throw him in. It, it doesn't make any sense. What's, what are people thinking? Well, he allegedly stabbed the mother 110 times. Well, that's, uh, that's a definite statement now, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. Oh, my gosh. That's very sad all around. All around, sad situation. So in the meantime, the Florida legislature approved a bill that eliminates uh, having to have a permit to carry a concealed weapon in Florida. And so I guess that means a majority of the states now have this on the books. So you you can go get – now, I don't think that means that you can go buy a gun without being checked out. I think it just means that once you have it, uh, you can carry it and you don't have to go get a, a permit. I don't know if they're doing this because there's some deep-held philosophy, Ken, or because uh, they're probably just getting overwhelmed. When I went over there several years ago to get my concealed carry permit, the room was packed. It was full. And guess what department handles that? Who handles that? I'm not sure. Agriculture. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. That's kind of and- weird. <laughs> you think the state police would be running that? No, it's Department of Agriculture. At least it was when I went over. And the majority of the people in there were women. More well, women. you know, if this uh, poor woman would have had a gun, she might have been. She might be alive today. I don't know. It's it's awfully tough to if you carry a gun in your purse. It's awfully tough to get it out before somebody stabbed you five or ten times. Well, that's true. Yeah. It's not easy, but uh, that's the way it is, my friend. At any rate. So I had an interesting case this week. Uh, had a lady come in, and she fell, and she fractured her humerus. Now, the humerus is the long bone between your elbow and your shoulder. 
and usually you break it right up at the ball. It's a ball and socket joint. So your shoulder is the socket and the head of the humerus is a ball and it rotates in there. And so you usually break it right at the neck, right below the head. And uh, first of all, I was a little upset because the orthopedic on call said, well, we don't do anything about those. And that's true. A lot of times if they're not displaced, we just put you in a sling and, and let you go. But this was displaced. And, you know, without even looking at the x-ray, he decided he was not going to do surgery. Well, I fired his ass. <laughs> he, he's gone. <laughs> and I got another consultant who did surgery on the lady. And she uh, she has bad osteopenia, osteoporosis, which is, you know, weakening of the bones, as you know. And it's more common in women than men as we get older because uh, several factors, including the steroid sex hormones, you know, the estrogen levels drop in women precipitously and testosterone less so in men. But uh, part of the workup is we check testosterone levels in men with osteoporosis and make sure that they have enough. But uh, at any rate, so we and she was in a lot of pain, Ken. I mean, this is like an 80 year old, 85 year old woman. And we're giving her morphine and, and everything under the sun to try to calm her pain down. After the surgery, pain was gone, treating her with Motrin. Really? So nice. uh, something to be said for uh, for going in and fixating these. And what you do is you, you make an incision in the arm. You go in, dissect down to the bone, and you uh, put a plate, and straighten everything out, plate and screw it together. Yeah, it's just basic carpentry. <laughs> And they feel a lot better. And uh, at any rate, we packed her back off, but her vitamin D levels were extremely low. And of course, she has no estrogen and her calcium levels were low. So she was she's a bad setup for for all kinds of problems. So we started her on vitamin D and uh, a biphosphonate. The biphosphonates are one of the things that a lot of the women use uh, when they get osteoporosis. You're not supposed to use them for more than five years. It's a pill or an injection. Um, you can actually get a every six month injection of this stuff. And it promotes uh, uh, the absorption of calcium into the bone as well as vitamin D. And of course you need to take calcium. And as I've said before, Tums is cheap and easy and a readily available source of calcium. Magnesium's necessary too for bone, but uh, calcium's the main thing. How many, how many would you chew a day if you were going to take the uh, Tums and stuff like that? I take two, I take two twice a day of the, of the mega Tums. Um, so that's what I do. And I take my vitamin D three, I take 2000 units a day because I tried a thousand and my, my levels were still too low. So we lose the ability to absorb vitamin D three as we get older, or if we've had uh, bariatric surgery, like I had. And uh, there's a number of factors. The problem with vitamin D1 on our skin is that we may be able to absorb it, but we can't convert it to D2, which is the precursor to D3. We lose our ability as we get older. People say, well, I'm out in the sun all the time. I thought, well, you still better get your D2 level checked because you may not be converting it. Is this where regular checkups come in? This is where regular checkups come in. And, and I think that anybody who goes to their doctor should ask with their annual blood work for a vitamin D2 level so that they can see if they're deficient and then they can get on medication or actually it's over the counter. It's you know not even medication, it's just the vitamin. The D3 is the active vitamin, the active hormone, so to speak. And we also check your thyroid hormones 
because hyperthyroid, high thyroid will leach uh, calcium out of your bones. And uh, there's some other diseases we check for. Uh, there's a disease called multiple myeloma, which is a bone cancer that can uh, cause fractures that look like uh, that look like osteoporosis and osteopenia. Now you can get a, a, a DEXA scan, which is a type of uh, bone scan, a specialized bone scan to see the density, and then the the rating is a T score, and uh, minus one to minus two point five is uh, is you're at risk, and then 2.5 and up is uh, a definite uh, osteoporosis, and you're at high risk for fractures. And, and, and then we also know that uh, there's a lot of fractures in people that are older that are uh, that are signals of osteoporosis, like wrist and shoulders and hips, because people fall as they get older. You know, we don't have the same balance we had. And of course, there's idiots like me that climb up on scaffolding <laughs> and fall off. But I haven't done that yet, so that's good. Well, I tell you, it's, um, if you do the regular checkups and you, the doctor can see this coming along the way, you won't break that hip maybe in two years. Well, yeah, and I think that you have to ask your doctor. And the recommendation is women, I think, over 60 and men over 65 should probably have a screening uh, with the uh, DEXA scan. And uh, you can go to an imaging center that has a DEXA machine. It's a it's a type of uh, a little radioactive isotope, I think, they inject. And then they scan and see how much uptake there is in the bone in the femoral neck, which is the, the, the long bone in your leg that, that goes up into your hip. And then they look at the spine, too, and they get a T-score based on that and based on your age and your gender and a whole bunch of other things. But... Uh, the computer spits it out, and then we get that report back at the office, and we tell you, look, you got to get on vitamin D3, you got to get on calcium, we're going to put you on estrogen or put you on a biphosphonate if you're a woman and you, you don't want to be on estrogen. You know, the women are, are concerned because there's cancers in the breast that are, uh, that are fed by estrogen. They're called estrogen sensitive, and they have estrogen receptors, which... Uh, signal the cancer cells to grow faster. And so the women are a little bit worried about that. But uh, it's probably, like most things, it's probably overplayed. Uh, but you have to respect the, the patient's uh, concerns and, and, and their right to choose. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when they do that. <laughs> any rate, so we packed this little old lady off and... Uh, I've got a big, a big black X next to that orthopedic guy's name. So, yeah, I would. Yeah, he's not, he's not in my, he's not on the top of my welcome to the uh, club list. But I got another one of the orthopods to do it. He's always looking for work, so <laughs> he'll jump in there and do just about anything. <laughs> Sounds like C spot runs um, surgery. Yeah, 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 and uh, so that. That's that, I, and I think that uh, oh, one of the things that you see, Ken, in people with osteoporosis, and this is, you know, the widow's hump, mm -hmm. you know what that is? Yes. You know, where you get uh, your shoulders, or you get that hump in your thoracic spine. There are a couple in my neighborhood, as a matter of fact. That is osteoporosis, because what happens is you get micro fractures at the front of the vertebrae, and so then you start bending over time as the micro fractures uh, add up and also losing height 
uh, is another sign. So if you're shrinking, it may not be the incredible shrinking machine. It might actually be that you got osteoporosis <laughs> or osteopenia. So, so you, you actually got, get shorter. You get shorter. You actually get shorter. My mother started off at five feet, and I think she was like four nine when she died. Poor little thing. I mean, every bone in her body was was crumbling. And the way to prevent it, of course, is not only taking the vitamin D and the biphosphonates and uh, the hormone replacement and the calcium, but also weight-bearing. Stay active. Stay active. And guess what? You're not supposed to do, Ken. What are you not supposed to do, Doc? That will add to your osteoporosis. Something you do that I talk about. Smoke? 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 Smoking and drinking too much. Well, I don't do that. Well, I'm not saying a word. (laughs) (laughs) But I do have to take care of this smoking thing. Yeah, you do. you got to take care of that. And I guess I need to cut down on my beer intake, although my bones are still pretty strong. So I I don't know. Maybe I could increase it. What do you think? (laughs) I don't think you should go that way, Doc. No, that's not the way to go. No, I wouldn't go that way. I did uh, happen to tell uh, uh, Roger, Roger P. Showman, just the other day, he asked me how my smoking regimen was coming, and I've cut down a half a pack. Well, good for you. Now cut down another half. Well, I've got. Well, I was. I was at a pack and a half. So now I'm down to a pack. Now I got to keep going. Get it down to a half a pack. So. so the CDC is sounding the alarm on the Marburg virus. The what? Marburg, M-A-R-B-U-R-G. It's a family of viruses. It includes Ebola, and uh, we think it came from. African fruit bats. Here, though, here we go again with the bat thing. What's with these bats? I don't know. Stay in their caves. (laughs) I'm telling you, we we need to put a big net over the front of their caves. And at any rate, so it's in sub-Saharan Africa, as are a lot of viruses, except for the uh, COVID virus, which came out of the Wuhan lab. And uh, at any rate, now the CDC is sounding the alarm that. It's this is a terrible thing and it's going to spread all over the world and it'll kill everybody. And, you know, it's Fauci kind of thing like the Ebola virus. And you weren't uh, with me back in that era, but I predicted that the Ebola virus would not kill anybody in the United States. And it did not. There wasn't one death uh, recorded in the United States from somebody getting Ebola. So any rate, in sub-Saharan Africa, they don't have the same resources we do. So if you get one of these viruses that causes uh, diarrhea and uh, blood loss and uh, breakdown of tissue and all that, uh, there's not a whole lot they can do because they don't have fluids, they don't have blood products, they don't have all the, all the things that we have to support you while you recover from it. But uh, you can get this from blood or body fluids, uh, urine, saliva, sweat, feces, vomit, breast milk, so on and so forth. And uh, So it's not airborne? No, it's not airborne, and neither is the Ebola virus. Those are all oral fecal contact kind of things. And uh, semen, of course, you know, from sex, you can get it. Uh, so a lot of this is spread by eating contaminated uh, monkey meat or bats, you know. And, well, I don't eat a lot of monkey meat, so. No, I'm not in, you know, but you know, you know what actually showed up in Europe in a couple of labs when they were studying one of the Mar- Marburg viruses decades ago, because they had some green monkeys they brought up from Africa for research, 
and some of the researchers got the virus from them. I tell you what, I've always avoided green monkeys. The blue ones are okay, but (laughs) I'm not into. So this can be spread uh, person to person. uh, And as far as I know, it's pretty much uh, confined to sub-Saharan Africa, but the CDC and and I guess you know this is one of the big areas Fauci was interested in. He he just loved all of that, uh, you know, African viruses and they were going to kill everybody. And of course, AIDS was going to kill everybody. And he's kind of an alarmist, you know. Ah, uh, he does tend to go over the top once in a while. It looks like, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I I would study these things and say Fauci's wrong, and then I got kicked off of of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> You can't say Fauci's wrong. YouTube doesn't like that. Didn't he retire? I thought he was retiring. He's supposed to retire. Probably get a presidential medal of honor from uh, oh sure, from uh, Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So long, Doctor Fauci. So uh, meanwhile, up in Canada and in, in the great free uh, medical system of Canada, syphilis cases and babies are skyrocketing. Syphilis and babies. Syphilis and babies, and uh, oh my goodness! And you know, you know, one of the hallmarks of syphilis and babies is the saddle nose. Remember the boxers and the old days and the football players before they had all the uh, protective gear and the helmets would come down and hit them in the nose, and they'd have those squashed noses. Sure, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what a syphilis does to the cartilage in the nose and, and newborns and in, in utero. And so then they come out with that and they have brain damage and they can have organ damage and all kinds of things. And uh, so apparently this is in, uh, I guess, some of the quote, quote, indigenous people. Of course, nobody's indigenous to the Americas. Everybody's a, an immigrant at some point in time. Yeah, because- you may have walked over the you know, over from Siberia, but you're still an immigrant. Yeah, well, and, an, and an undocumented one at that. That's right, exactly. Well, I think we ought to run them all up and send them back over to Siberia. There you go. <laughs> but I don't think Joe's going to do that. He's not going to worry about the northern border or no, the southern yeah. one, apparently, either. So, No, you know, he's not worried about much of anything. Yeah. He's not even worried about his son going to jail. I guess he knows he can get him out. I'm still not convinced he's going to run again, to tell you the truth. If he if he lives that long, holy crap! The guy looks like he's going to fall down any minute. Yeah, he's not sure his heart's in it, or his liver, or any other bodily or, <laughs> organ, yeah. or his brain. <laughs> I'm not sure his brain is in it. Period. Yeah. Um, but his wife wants to run the country, and she holds herself out as a PhD, which she is not. She's a. a, a an, an education doctor, which is not at the same level as a PhD, but that's okay. Everybody wants to, you know, move up in the world, and make more of themselves, I guess, than they are. So the babies, I guess, the the Canadians are running out of uh, healthcare workers, and so they're not able to administer to the uh, native people, the native peoples, and so I guess the native peoples are having sex and spreading. Uh, syphilis around so much for the uh wonderful free health care in canada well you know, sorry for the babies you know it's terrible yeah well they're the ones who are suffering it's exactly not it's not the parents well. but what are you going to do so that is the story from canada from the 
uh, healthcare system that is supposedly free. You know, they pay more for their healthcare than we do. They just pay it in taxes. Yeah, they have enormous taxes up there. Oh, the value-added tax, the the sales tax alone is uh, double of what it is in Florida. It's 14% in Ontario. And in some uh, provinces, it's even higher. Then they pay more income tax than we do, and their local and state taxes are higher. And guess what else is going up? They're adding another 6% onto uh, alcohol tax. And that's going to also be tagged to uh, 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 to the consumer price index. So that tax will go up every year as this consumer price index goes up. And you know they pay 150 to 200 percent of what we pay for booze up there. It's it's really unbelievable. I mean, it's almost inhuman to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who are these people? What are they doing so far? Anyway, um, so we have. Uh, we have the the people in the United States who say we should have a system like Canada. Well, good. You go get in line up there and wait a year for an MRI or wait a year for an, a hip replacement or a knee replacement. And, of course, the hope is that within that year you'll die and then they don't have to pay for you. <laughs> That's an interesting uh, way to run a business, so to, be, so to speak. Well, yeah, you just you want to save, save money in health care. You just cut down on on care we're hoping for more clients to die yeah you wait for people to die well that cuts down on the health care it sure does yeah <laughs> and you know that that was a side effect of the covid virus because a lot of the people who died were medicare age and and uh, medicare expenditures went down not only because of the deaths but also because people weren't going to the doctor for two or three years because everybody was scared to death that they were going to get the uh, virus if they went out and uh, coughed on each other and a lot of that money goes to uh, retirement homes as well. Yep. So and, and so the retirement homes got hit pr- particularly hard by the COVID yeah. because you got all these older people and that you know their 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 uh, filters are not as how shall I say you, you know you get older and you, you're a little more lax in your filters. You're more likely to start coughing on each other and True. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever old people do in nursing homes. Is, is that the captain calling? Uh, no, I, I think it was somebody testing the phones to make sure the lines were clear for the question. To tell you the truth, Doc. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, well, they rang it and then they hung up. So I thought maybe the captain was going to chime in on, on dementia here today. And <laughs> <laughs> Usually if it's military, we'll hear from the captain. I think he yep. leaves the medicine to you. Yeah. Yep. Let's hope so. So now this AI thing has come back up, artificial intelligence. Have you been following that? A little bit here and there, yeah. And I guess Elon Musk and uh, uh, the uh, startup partner of uh, Bill Gates out there with uh, Microsoft or, I don't know, Google or somebody. Not Google. I think Google's the one that's buying up all this stuff. Um, They have... put out a letter saying that AI should be stopped, AI research for six months, uh, held back and uh, let everybody take another look at it because there's concerns over uh, having a system that is basically self-writing its own code. And, uh, you know, before code was was put in in, in packets and, uh, and then we could control it a little better because we knew exactly what was going in and we knew what data we could feed it. But now with the uh, AI, 
uh, it's kind of going off on its own in some ways. And one of the things that happened a year or two ago was they they let an AI start up, and in the morning it was it was uh, given the directive or the morality that it was supposed to be peaceful and loving. And by the end of the day, it was espousing uh, fascism and Nazism and anti-Semitism. <laughs> and so they said, wait a minute, what happened? Well, I mean, somebody could uh, conceivably break in there and, and pollute it. Uh, code could be uh, uh, doped, so to speak. And, uh, and then what do you do if you don't have all the data in and it's figuring out ways to manipulate the data uh, that you didn't think it could, and all of a sudden you're getting bad, uh, uh, bad information out of the program because it doesn't have all the data. And uh, so we use something called uh, uh, regression uh, in 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 math, and it's a, it's a way of looking at uh, data. So let's say that you want to figure out what my height will be when I'm 21 years old. Uh, so you, you put in my parents' information, you put in my age, you put in all the data of the usual uh, milestones that we meet. And so you say, well, at age 16, you'll be 5'9", and at age 21, you'll be 5'10". And so that's a curve that you can actually uh, compute on the X and Y axis. You remember that where you have X and Y, you know, you have the two lines. Sure, yeah perpendicular to each other and uh, then you, you have a curve or a straight line that you, that you do depending on what the X number is and what the Y number is. And of course, if you have nothing but numbers, Ken, it's a lot easier. It's a lot more straightforward. And the way computers work is, uh, and this probably is kind of shocking to most people, is there? it's just ones and zeros. That's all it is. So that's it's all a, any computer is, yeah. That's all it is. And it's called Boolean uh, mathematics or Boolean logic. George Boole was, a, I think, a 19th century Irish mathematician, and he said, you can reduce everything to ones and zeros. Well, guess what that, that means? We're back to electrons. Either you've got an electron or you don't. It's on or off. That's right. It's on or off, baby. It's negative or it's positive. And, and so, uh, you know, we think transistors are something really super duper and uh, brand new right out of the right out of the the uh, the science uh, fiction but also they are as doors they are one-way doors to let electrons through did you know that that's pretty much it that's right that's all they do yeah and so you have this this uh, boolean logic this machine that's in binary code it's a one or a zero so there's an electron or there's not and you you can create uh, numbers and letters that correspond to the different numbers in the uh in the uh in the binary language, so like eight, uh, eight binary would be, a, or eight uh, digital would be a thousand binary, and you can assign, let's say you want to start at eight, which is what we did with the computers in the old days, they'd take eight, eight bits to make one byte, one byte was one letter or one number, so it started a thousand in our decimal system, and then they'd build it up from there, so that would be A. Or that would be the letter zero, the number zero, and they'd start from there. You know why eight, Ken? You know what's so great about eight? No. Oh, do you listen to music? Yes. Well, then you are working in base eight. Now, you, when you look at your fingers and count, you're in base ten. But when you listen to music, your brain is working in base eight. Could guess how many? Four uh, beats. Four beats to the bar. Well, there's eight. There's eight notes 
in a chord. Uh, I mean, in a you in know, a, on the scale, yes. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. That's right. That's, and that's so our brains work in base ten and uh, in base eight. Hey, so, hey, Doc. Yeah. We did have the captain call in. We got him here right now. He did, we, he wants to join us today. He does. Well, come on, Captain. You got you got thirty seconds, and we have to take a break. But shoot, I'll make it quick. Uh, you bought an electric car, right? I, what did he say? He said you bought an electric car. <laughs> I did. I bought an electric car. Have you used your tax deduction yet? Can't get one. It's made in Korea. Thank you. <laughs> I was just going to tell you a whole bunch of people that bought electric cars are not going to get that big deduction. They thought they were going to get. And Janet Yellen just came on TV a little while ago and said so. Yep. And, so it's only for American electric cars. It's only for cars that are uh, that are predominantly put together in the United States. So the parts can be made anywhere, but they have to put it together, or it has to be manufactured here. And Doc, you got to be concerned about uh, Ken in here because he's got twelve fingers and toes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he already knows that, Captain. <laughs> So that's why he counts. I'll see you guys on. later. Higher guys than later. we do. All right, Captain. I push enough wrong buttons. You know, I got twelve fingers. Well, I know some fingers are doing things they shouldn't. So, all right, we're going to do a quick, quick question here. You got one for us, and we'll get into the news. A uh, quick one. If you've been paying attention to the first part of the show, you should have this answer right on the tip of your tongue. It's good for uh, two. Doctor Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs. First person with the correct. Answer at 877-969-8600. We'll win. That's 877-969-8600. If you have osteoporosis, what vitamins should you be going out and getting right now if you haven't done so already? So give me that vitamin letter. 877-969-8600, the number to call. Give them a call right now. Ain't that right, Doc? That's right, baby. And don't forget, I'm at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. I am your Dr. Bill. We'll be right back. Here's the latest from the Answer News Center. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Residents across a wide swath of the U.S. South and Midwest working to assess destruction today wreaked by storms that dropped possibly dozens of tornadoes killed at least 26 people in small towns and big cities Friday and Saturday. Confirmed or suspected twisters in at least eight states destroyed homes and businesses splintered trees, and lay waste to neighborhoods. Italy is temporarily blocking the artificial intelligence software ChatGPT in the wake of a data breach as it probes a possible violation of stringent EU data protection rules. The government's privacy watchdog says it's taking provisional action, quote, until ChatGPT respects privacy. And a new report finds obesity in the U.S. military surge during the pandemic. 10,000 active-duty Army soldiers became newly obese in the past couple of years. This is SRN News. You have AM860, The Answer. Listen on our website, theanswertampa.com. 93.7 FM. W229DJ Dunedin. By downloading The Answer Tampa app or on TuneIn or Odyssey. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical. Located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care and a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multi 
multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an in-office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket costs a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi, 727-577-2220, 727-577-2220. The latest from AccuWeather at the top and bottom of the hour, only on AM860, The Answer. Today will be sunny to partly cloudy, turning less humid in the afternoon. The high will be 86. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 68. Tomorrow, warm with times of clouds and sun, and a high 87. Tuesday, mostly sunny and warm with a high 88. Wednesday, sun and clouds with a high 91. Thursday, some sun with a high 90. That's your accurate forecast. I'm Garrett Beck for AM 860, The Answer. I belong with the misfits. And I'm back. This is Dr. Bill. Got Ken by my side. We're doing a radio show today. And we are at 877 969 8600. 8600. 8600. And uh, do we get a winner? No. Nobody called in. They did call in. They just couldn't come up with the right letter. Oh, my God. (laughs) Question was what should you be taking if you have osteoporosis? And the vitamin is D. D as in dog. That's right. Okay, so. so now we have to talk about that another time because apparently people didn't get the message. <laughs> we didn't get through to them, no. We didn't reach them, Ken. <laughs> we did not reach them. Down in Texas, uh, a man used his Apple AirTag to track down his truck that somebody stole, and then he killed the guy. So uh, this is interesting. You know what the Apple AirTags are? Um, no, I'm not quite. I don't have an Apple, so I don't know. They are GPS trackers, and uh, they look like a little cosmetic compact, and you can hide them in your car or on your boat or all over the place, and you can actually track down your your stolen equipment. <clears throat> and uh, I was at my friend uh, Rich's yesterday picking up an old beat-up golf cart that he gave to me. I want to see if I can rehab it. And uh, we were talking about his son who uh, – has done quite well and has a pontoon boat sitting up on his property up in northern Florida. And it's just sitting there doing nothing. I said, well, what's the address? We'll go. <laughs> we'll pick it up. He said, well, you can, but it's got an air 
Apple AirTag on it so I can track it down. And apparently uh, his son, uh, he has a, a production, video production business, and uh, his name's Jay. And he uh, had his truck stolen by one of his employees or ex-employees, and he tracked it down into Pasco County. And uh, he called the police, and the police were like, well, do you have a gun? And he said, no, I can't carry a gun, but my friend does. Well, we'll get there when we get there. And so then some guy tried to jump in the truck and take off, Ken, and they blocked him and got out with the gun and uh, wow. said, well, we're, we got him and we're holding the gun on him. Of course, the police showed up right away. They didn't, you know, they don't like you taking over their job. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> they want to they want to play with the guns. And so uh, it ended up it was a, a car theft ring that they stumbled on and they helped bust it up. But he couldn't get his truck back. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he hadn't filed a. a, a, a it wasn't reported stolen yet. Wasn't reported stolen yet, so the cops said, "Well, you can't get it." And I'm like, "Oh well." So he left. I guess he, re, you know, reported it and got it back later. But, <laughs> but that's the Apple AirTag. So, so my friend Rich, he's put these on all of his son's equipment because his son has millions of dollars worth of, uh, you know, video cameras and trucks and all kinds of stuff. You know, it's a big business. Yeah. I did not realize how big a business that is. Expensive business. Very expensive equipment. Very expensive equipment. And uh, heavy equipment, too. You know, you got those big cameras you got to roll around. And so, at any rate, he's putting that on all of it. I mean, he's got them on his cameras, on his trucks, on, you know, anything that it'll fit on. He's hidden one on it. So. Well, I know the police love them. Oh, yeah, they love them. But they don't love it when you track them down with your pistol in your hand. Apparently, that they don't. Go no, they on. prefer you give them the code or whatever, and they can track themselves. Yeah. When they get around to it. <laughs> when they get around to it, Ken, it's not like they don't have a better things to do this than track down your truck. This is true. You know, they got twenty-one-year-olds stabbing their wife and their kid, and all kinds of craziness going on. Yeah. So, at any rate. That's the Apple AirTag. If anybody wants to know about that, you now know about it. Is there anything like that for Android uh, phones, things like that? I, I don't know. I think that you can actually get it to communicate with your Android, but I'm not sure. Don't hold me to that. I think the technology is made by Apple, but I don't think it's uh, exclusive to to the uh, Apple iPhone. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe most Apple products are just usable on Apple, I think. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Bonjour is uh, communication between uh, the iOS platform and the uh, and the regular computer platform, you know, the ones that we all use, mm -hmm. standard desktop. So they do have some interfaces that, that will help work, but how much, of, I don't know how, how extensive it is. We'll have to do some research. Got to do some research. And did you hear that Disney, uh, they have uh, dodged the uh, the legislation that DeSantis pushed through to try and uh, get their thumb over the, you know, get the, the Disney people under their thumb and make them pay taxes. Yeah, apparently some shenanigans took place on the last day of the old board. Yep. They went to the local jurisdiction and they got, a, they got some uh, zoning uh, uh, options and no tax and... Uh, because, you know, the taxes are all at a, the property taxes are at a county level. They're not at a state level. Did you know that? That's true. It is, yes. Every county has their own property tax. Yeah. 
and uh, you know they're they're under the state uh, constitution. The counties are allowed to do that. But now, do the counties have to uh, bow to the state in these matters? I don't know. We'll see what happens. But apparently, they slipped away from the state legislature at least for the moment, and uh, maybe we'll just absorb Orange County back into the. <laughs> It'll be part of Tallahassee. Make it the state district. I don't think it's going to stand very long. I really don't. I hope not, because you know what? It's time they paid their fair share. But they even got the air rights over, I don't know, twenty six or 36,000 acres. Well, back then they were giving them anything just to come. Yeah. You know, just build it here. We don't care. You get everything. You can have the whole state. Yeah. Dang, they're coming for my house. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. Do you think uh, do you think we'll be able to figure a way around it? I mean, there must. Oh be yeah, some... I'm sure the courts will untangle it all. But it's going to take a while. Probably take a few years. Yeah, it'll take a few years, and I, I think that uh, DeSantis has got more conservatives on the court and on the state supreme court now. So we'll see how that works out. But uh, at Disney, there's he may be president before this is worked out. He may be, but it looks like Trump's getting a lot of free play. Oh my gosh. Can you believe? I, mean, I think Trump actually pays these guys to come after. Him. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time he does, his popularity goes up. The numbers go up when he, when they come after him like that. You think they would figure it out? But they haven't figured it out. They're yet. not real bright. No, they're not real bright. But what's his name? Uh, Biggs. Who's that? This Biggs. Name? Yeah, I think it's Biggs, isn't it? Buggies. I don't know what it is. Biggs, Buggies. I think it's Biggs, he, and he is big. He's he a is a big, big guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got eating down pat. And he's got chasing Trump around down pat, but I don't think that crime in New York's uh, been dented much. By it. it's, been, it's been pretty slow in New York, I guess, if he can waste his time on this. Oh, yeah. And he, I saw where some uh, some uh, TV reporter was interviewing people on the street in New York and saying, what do you think of this? And I'd say nine out of ten were saying, why is he doing this when we got all this crime on the streets in, in New York City? Why didn't he chase the, the criminals here? Who cares about Trump? But I don't know. Do you think that they really want Trump to 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 be the uh, the uh, nominee for the Republicans? Do you think? Yes, I think they do. And why do they want that? They think it'll be easier to beat the. They think it'll just be a repeat of yeah the last one. Who they're going to put up against him, Joe? You think Joe will run? I, I, I don't think he's going to run. But right now they think he's going to run. They don't want him to run, though. The Democrats don't even want him to run. Well, I don't think that's true in a lot of in a lot of ways. But I think there's a the the core of the party may still want him there. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's that's true. You know the whole Clinton crowd and everybody. So, and Gavin Newsom, uh, I'm sure he would like to see Joe go so he can exactly. He wants his turn. He wants his turn to destroy the country a little bit more. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they absolutely would like to run against Donald Trump once again. They think it's going to be easy. I'm not sure it'll be that easy this time. Neither do I. It's a whole different economy. It is, and it's in, uh, it, it depends on how Trump uh, frames it, too. I mean, if he starts all this, I got cheated out of the— uh, election in 20 and i'm not going to let it happen to me now but you know who you know who did that crybaby thing uh was uh richard nixon after he lost the governorship back in the 1960s he cried on tv and he said uh, 
the press isn't going to have Dick Nixon to kick around anymore. And he came back with a vengeance and won. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know how it's all going to turn out. I'm, you know, I don't, I, I don't know if anybody else is really going to step into this race. It, it might be one of those situations where people start saying, you know what, it's not worth it this year. Let's let these two old goats die, and then we'll come back and see what we can do. That's why. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, people like Pompeo, they're frozen out, and these are all quality candidates, but they're just frozen out right now. Well, I, I love Mike Pompeo, but I don't think he has a personality to uh, to really campaign. He just is. Uh, he's a very cerebral guy. Very smart. He's he's um, he's uh, you know well versed in world affairs. So. He is, and, he, and he's a good guy. I mean, he has his heart in the good in a good place, and uh, I have never heard anything negative in, about him in terms of uh, greed or uh, corruption or anything like that. I think he is really uh, one of these people who's committed to his profession, and uh, that's a good thing. I think he'd make a great president, but it may not be his turn. You know? Yeah. It was. I'd always thought Ronald Reagan would make a great president, but it wasn't his turn until the eighties. And by then, he didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ronnie wasn't. Ronnie wasn't as gone as they said he was. So he he actually. Well, I think he had said the same things for so long that uh, he didn't even really have to think about it. It just kind of rolled off his lips because he had been involved in politics since what the late forties, early fifties, when he started out as the. Uh, uh, as the president of the Screen Actors Guild, and went and he said it was easier to negotiate with uh, Gorbachev than with uh, Sam Golden <laughs> <laughs> and, and Metro Golden Mayor. Because well, he he was just beating that message. Bigger big government stinks, and he just kept beating that for like twenty years. Yeah, yeah, and building up the military, and yeah. uh, uh, you know the you know why am I paying ninety percent tax and. And he really did change the, the country. Yeah, but it took a long time. It took a long time for him to get there to do it. But he never gave up. No, nope. you got to admire the guy. Yeah, he he, um, he was Teflon. Nothing stuck to him. So now all the liberals are, are in a snit because Marjorie Taylor Greene, who I really didn't know anything about, uh, is going to be interviewed by sixty Minutes, and she, I guess, is the uh, poster girl for. Uh, National Rifle Association. She's a, a representative, I think, from Georgia. And uh, so one of the uh, pundits, one of the left-wing pundits is act, oh, it's, it's an actor named Bradley Whitford. Never heard of him. Oh, I've heard of him. He was on, remember him? He was from West Wing. Oh, yeah, that's a left-wing. He was, he played the um, assistant chief, assistant to the chief, you know, chief of staff. You know, I never watched that show. I just had no interest in seeing those left-wing loonies dancing around like they were in control. Oh, my God, they are. <laughs> it's real now. <laughs> but he said that uh, Green uh, reminded him of a guy we defeated in the 1940s who wasn't afraid to share his opinions. Mm -hmm. Okay, Bradley, so, sit down. Yeah, Hitler. Yeah. So I guess we're— Why do actors feel they have the right to just spout out their political views. I don't understand that. What? Why do they think we care? It's in the Constitution. About actors? We have to care what actors think? Yeah, that's Article 1. <laughs> actors can say whatever they want. <laughs> whatever they want, wherever they want. All right. Well, keep your, keep your opinions to yourself, Bradley.
Yeah, and uh, you know, save save it for somebody who cares. Tell but, your family, right? But uh, I didn't know a whole lot about her. Republican from Georgia, and she'll be appearing on this Sunday's uh, episode of sixty Minutes. And this has got everybody. I guess so the squad is all upset. And uh, Betty Hassan, NBC News, uh, Ben Collins, former GOP. Uh, What's his name? Kinzinger, liberal commentator, Eli Maestro. I don't even know all these people because I don't watch all that. David Hogg. And I guess they want to run in there and all yell and scream like they do at the uh, universities to keep keep her from talking. Well, I'm sure she's going to be asked some difficult questions. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, 60 bring, minutes. They don't ask softballs there. No. Uh, I mean, what what are you afraid of? Come exactly. On. What, what What is the big fear? Are they afraid that people are going to actually listen and say, hey, this kind of makes sense or what? I don't know. Probably. But, yeah, there absolutely should never be um, any sort of, oh, what do you want to call it? I don't want to say censorship. But they should be able to invite anybody they want onto their show and interview them regardless of, regardless of what party they're with. I mean, if you're, if you're saying that you're – uh, an all-inclusive station, a news station, ABC or NBC or CBS or a new show like 60 Minutes, then what's what's the big deal? Just let them in, see what they have to say. Exactly. Well, America deserves to hear both sides of everything. Yep. I know I hear that at home. And sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's more of a dictatorship usually, right? Yeah, that's basically there's there's my side and then there's the side that we will. Then there's the correct side, yes. <laughs> You know, and everybody's worried about AI taking over and, and ruling them and this dystopian society. I'm like, dang, dude, I'm already married. <laughs> I've <laughs> already got somebody telling me and controlling my mind and my thoughts. <laughs> speaking of AI, is, is AI going to help you in the medical profession, you think, on a regular daily basis at some point? Just, oh, yeah. Just to, gonna... um, you know, identify a problem? Oh, yeah, it's going to take over. And I think the first area that it'll, it'll be most widely used will be um, in X-ray reading because you, we already have X-ray uh, uh, computer readings that are uh, they're, they're about 99% accurate. And so you just need a, a doctor to take a second quick look, overlook it, and sign off on it. But, you know, these things are going to be able to pick up more than, than a, a radiologist can pick up. They're going to really, it's going to be phenomenal. Um, will we be needed as physicians? I think there'll always be a need for some human interaction and some human oversight. Um, I, I just, I, I think until we marry our machines, which is coming, uh, and, and then you have uh, that mesh between our sense of morality and, and our, our second guessing everything. Uh, along with a machine that can move at close to the speed of light, uh, you know, it's going to be quite phenomenal. But until then, I think we're going to increasingly rely upon uh, artificial intelligence and computer-generated uh, diagnoses and treatment regimens. And you can even get that already. There are already programs out there, and they're 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 highly accurate. Uh, and I think they're one of the uh, big clinics. Uh, I don't know if it's John Hopkins or who they're using. Uh, um, what's that uh, IBM computer that was on Jeopardy? Alvin, it's got a name. I forgot what the name is. Yeah. Hal or something. Yeah, like. might have been Hal. But yeah. I think it's, it's it's interesting. I mean, are we going to get to the point where we can just punch in our own 
um, symptoms and bam. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you're still going to have to have somebody write the prescriptions for you because uh, even if you have an algorithm that tells you what to do, uh, if you have lung cancer, um, somebody's still going to have to oversee that and make sure you're not abusing it because, you know, we're we're human beings and we tend to not always use the best judgment when it comes to things like that. So, you know, you get people medication and say, take X dosage. And they say, well, if uh, 50 milligrams is good for me, why don't I take a hundred? <laughs> so, well, I don't think we'll ever give the computer the ability to write this, the prescription. Oh, that's coming. That'll be here. You think so? Oh yeah. Cause you could always punch in bad, you know, information and it'll say, okay, well you need some more um, drugs. I think that's why I, that's why you have to have some human oversight. So you'll still have doctors uh, that will take a look at uh, everything. But uh, I mean, in a sense, we're already doing that. I, I'm talking to patients and I go right to emedicine.com or, or up to date and look at the latest uh, recommendations. And I mean, basically a computer can do that. I, sure. I, it just formulates all the uh, information yeah. for you. Yeah. And, and you think about it now, our brains can, can move uh, information at, uh, you know, uh, milliseconds, and a computer can do it in nanoseconds. So milliseconds are one thousandth of a second, and a nanosecond is one billionth of a second. So you, you think about it, you got electrons that are flying around inside computers at close to the speed of light, and they can process a hell of a lot more information than we can. But at some point, we're going to have to marry our machines. I mean, there's just no way we, we – if we don't, we're not going to survive as a species. Well, we're, we're talking three, 400 years from now, so don't get too excited. I don't know about that, Ken, because, you know, I, I used to think, oh, someday we'll have uh, phones that you can hold in your hand and talk to anybody anywhere in the world and computers on a wristwatch, but not in my lifetime. Hell, it's here. It's been <laughs> yes, here. it is. I know. Yeah. And we're already starting to marry our machines. We've, it's primitive, but we've got pacemakers. Uh, we've got neurostimulators. Um, and then we've got cyborg parts. I'm going to get a new knee in May. <clears throat> and you think about that and you say, well, well, Doc, that's no big deal. That's just, you know, an artificial part. Well, what the hell do you think a computer is? I mean, it's just artificial stuff that you stick inside of you. It's coming, Ken. All right. Might, well, it might be here before you and I die. Uh, well, maybe you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, because, you know, you're not going to be around. I'm not going to be around much longer, I don't think. But we love you anyway. <laughs> you have the life insurance paid up. Oh, yeah, talk. absolutely. A lot of wife checks with that, absolutely. Yeah, yeah tell, her, tell her to put ten or 20000 aside so we can have a big party when you go. That's what I told her. Big old party. Cremate me and have a party. And I was thinking, gosh, you know, do you think there'll be like thousands of people that'll march behind my casket for the Dr. Bill burial ceremony? I'm like, hell, what do I care? I'm not going to be there. I'll be dead. That's right. Exactly. Do what you like. <clears throat> that's, but, what I, uh, that's what I tell Deborah. I said, just do it. Like, I'm going to have other problems. I got a lot of explaining to do at that point. So, so at any rate, the AI is, uh, you know, it's predicted it can add $15 trillion to the economy, Ken. Fifteen trillion. Why well, worry about the jobs it may take, though? So. Cares. I mean, you know, we can all go on uh, cruises for most of the year and come home, check our e our electronic email, and see what we have to do. I'm all for that. 
We're down to less than a minute. We've got about 45 seconds here, Doc. You want to give the phone number at the office? I do. I really do, but I can't remember it. Oh, wait, I got it right here. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Listen, we've got telemedicine. We've got in-office diagnostics. We've got an x-ray, ultrasound, echocardiograms, carotid duplex. Uh, we do minor surgery. Took cancers off a couple of Canadians this week. Unfortunately, they didn't make it, but no, they made it. <laughs> well, that's good news. That's, that's a good thing. About 20 seconds, Doc, so one more time with the phone number. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. I'm Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. We'll see you guys next week. See Thanks. you next week, Joe. Doc, not Joe. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at Clinic. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.